hello there. Welcome to episode 35 of Musical Connections. Zack Snow back with you once again, and we got another great episode lined up for you. We're going on a tour from hell on Next to Connect with singer-songwriter Kelly McMichael. Of course, making St. John's her home for more than a decade, we're going to talk about her brand new song, Tour from Hell. We're also going to talk about her upbringing in Peterborough, Ontario, and going through that scene there, making the move to Newfoundland in the mid-2010s, and uh, going through this scene right here, which led to her shortlisted album for the Polaris Music Prize, which came out in 2021, her album, Waves. And we'll talk about the new song and what she's going to be doing for the rest of the summer and a whole lot more on Next to Connect. That's going to be coming up right after this week's new fan releases. And we got another jam-packed edition of new fan releases. Once again, I got to thank all the musicians who have contributed to new fan releases this week. And of course, it covers July 16th through to the 22nd. We're going to get things started with a new single from Aubrey Lamb. And of course, she released a song called Running Out of Love about a year or two ago. Here's her new song, which was mixed by multiple-time Grammy Award winner Greg Wells. And of course, Greg Wells is the proprietor of Silico Records and has done some work for the likes of Justin Fancy, Kelly Loader, and Aubrey on this new tune. Here she is now with If You Didn't Cheat, right here on Newfound Releases.
that is Aubrey Lamb for you on newfound releases if you didn't cheat. And now we go to Barry Fitzpatrick with his new tune. Here's a story about a twilling gate dawn right here on newfound releases. Newfoundland is my home. It's where I hail from. I'm a jack of all trades. I'm an islander's son. Some days I'm a fisher working at sea. Some days I'm a farmer sowing my seeds. This place is a treasure so rugged and strong. Birds by the coastline, the whales sing a song. In my shed, I'm at peace as I carry on. I peer out my window to a twilling gate dawn. Daily I work right into the dark Evenings I rest as I wake the next day Nighttime I sleep and I dream of the bay This place is a treasure so rugged and strong Birds by the coastline, the whales sing a song In my shed I'm at peace as I I peer out my window to a twilling gate dawn This place is a treasure so rugged and strong Birds by the coastline, the whales sing a song In my shed, I'm at peace as I carry on I peer out my window to a twilling gate dawn I peer out my window to a twilling gate down. Peer out my window to a twilling gate down. Barry Fitzpatrick with a twilling gate dawn. We continue newfound releases with Capo YQX, and this song is really inspired by the Legend of Zelda games and. For those who don't know much about me, I am a gamer. I haven't played the new Zelda game, Tears of the Kingdom. And uh, it is a very large game and a very, very fun one as well. Right now, here's Capital YQX's new song, Link, on newfound releases. Know that Rolls Royce, yeah Know that Rolls Royce, know that Rolls Royce, yeah 
Bentley truck, know that Bentley truck, bang Yeah, rollin' now, now, let that 50 sang Yeah, I don't give a fuck what a pussy say Nah, I'ma run this shit, run it every day Yeah, give a fuck now, like that Triple H Uh, yeah, take it back, take it back now Rollin' out, roll it backward I don't give a fuck what that bitch say Yeah, yeah, move it back, that's a tip I don't give a fuck what you sayin' I've been going out since, yeah Bad bitch wanna link, yeah I don't wanna think That shit make me sick, that shit make me sick I don't wanna take it back, nah Baby, try to whip, yeah That shit make me sick, yeah And she thinks she tick, yeah The bad bitch wanna link, yeah Bad bitch wanna link, yeah Yeah, yeah I can't even think, yeah That shit make me sick, yeah Yeah, yeah Bad bitch wanna link, yeah, yeah, yeah Yeah, bad bitch wanna link, yeah That bitch think she tick, yeah I don't give a shit, yeah Come out with the stick, yeah Bad bitch wanna link, yeah Yeah, yeah That is Kappa YQX with Link. We continue newfound releases with Jamie Taylor. And here's his new tune about the legendary Ray Johnson of Buddy What's His Name and the Other Fellows and through his own music. Here's Hey Ray on newfound releases. Father gave him an accordion in the pot of days. Then, at the age of eight, must have been fate. The square dance band couldn't attend from the storm coming in. By the glow of the kerosene light, his future just began. Ship came in, huddling along in the make a break with his famous grin. From the money he made, when the hat was passed around, he bought his books, shirts for looks, and off to Halifax town. Hey Ray, we know you're the other brother when you take the stage. Pick up that accordion and play. Put on your hat and hold your pipe Always telling it right So take up the fiddle with a wink and a riddle There's gonna be a time tonight Agreed. 
voice, a Shakespearean background. He wanted to go teaching in Lowertown. But Buddy and the other fella, they had other plans. Soon turned Newfoundland's frown upside down. What's his name? You think they settled down, but this wasn't their aim. They got the Order of Canada, metal pinned on their chest. Hey, Ray, Kevin and Wayne, our native sons in Newfoundland and Labrador, you're the best. Hey, Ray, we know you're the other fellow when you take the stage. Pick up that accordion and play You put on your hat and hold your pipe Always telling it right So take up the fiddle with a wink and a riddle There's gonna be a time tonight Take out the fiddle with a wink and a riddle There's gonna be a time tonight Hey Ray, see you on Saturday at Route 66 all the other brothers. With a little tribute to Ray Johnson, Jamie Taylor with Hey Ray on newfound releases. We now go to Stephenville-based country singer-songwriter Jason Benoit, and he released Time Traveler back in the spring, and here's his new single from it, which went out to radio just last week. And here's that for you now, Million Country Boys on newfound releases.
Arkansas with a million country boys like me. But I'm born a branded man, no, they don't understand how hard this kind of life can be. with his new single to radio that is Million Country Boys. Logan Bolt is our next newfound release participant and we go to his new tune now. This is Color right here on Newfound Releases. Look by the road the daffodil grows and up in that tree is a lavender rose Smell the orange blossoms the lemon and lime and I'll show you heaven if you'll take the time Gonna take my hand if you wanna feel like summer Calling out your name, give me all that you can put up Cause we meant to be, baby, all I need's your number So go, 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 follow me to color I need a Taurus, Virgo, Scorpio, or Pisces Queen with a heart just knowing they can bite me I should got a man, tell that buddy he can fight me Sorry little homie, but your lady is enticing Tight squeeze, staying up at three, you're making love seat Cuff she, she told me she wanted to be cuffed, please lovely Born up feeling, baby, trust she got a busty front piece that I must see. Rushing to the lady, has to get that busting. Rusty from her ex, now he disgusting. Plus, she told me she won't run me like a bussy, lusty. Yeah, I'm coming for your hand in marriage. Cause you got a tall spirit. Logan, you're my love, just like all I want to be hearing. Hop inside a boat, and I'll be coming near it. Have my next show, we're making an appearance. Starting on a couple lanes, switching up a lane, double cup and a couple grains. Shipping out some dead man's fingers. In a loving game, it could be okay. And I'm stuck in all my trouble ways, hoping that a blunt's gone stinger. Gonna take my hand if you wanna feel like summer. Calling out your name, give me all that you can put up. Cause we meant to be, baby, all I need's your number. So go, 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 follow me to color. I need a Taurus, Virgo, Scorpio, or Pisces. Sweet little honey with some creative Nightly and lightning, baby, on the boat, you be my lightning Writing, budget cause you win another slate fling Girl, you got me higher up the interstellar flight scene Look by the road, a daffodil grows And up in that tree is a lavender rose Smell the orange blossoms, the lemon and lime Oh, that's citrus, citrus, citrus Feel like summer, like summer, like summer yeah. Red, orange, yellow, weed, everything between to the blue and the gold perp Picking at the seas, pop 400 milligrams on my way to Greece With a 40 out of 10 girl staring next to me and I guess everybody need a little something never change But I got me and honey and together we don't age And I swear anyone I meet will never be the same If you with me, love, promise you'll get money in that face It's a cold world we live in, everywhere you go Ghosts always hitting, get me at my home Met me with my lady, she know when I'm wrong I buy her Mercedes, even if I'm wrong Step off the plane, I feel great when I'm gone, but I got me my lady and I feel like I'm at home, yeah 
newfound releases and now we go to robin slade who dropped an ep last week called journey through life came out last friday the 21st of july here's her new tune this is life after you right here on newfound releases can't bring myself to take your number off my Feel like I made it to myself, you're really gone The hardest thing I'll ever have to do Is convince myself there's life after you All the years and tears and smiles we put behind us You're Thank you. 
a little bit of Robin Slade with Life After You on newfound releases. And now we go to hip-hop producer Sarcastodon. Of course, that is Dave Connors' moniker for his hip-hop persona. And he is going to be my guest on the August 15th edition of Musical Connections. We have a grand chat, and uh, it was actually one of our third takes on that interview as uh, we've been dealing with the heat wave uh, by the time that we were uh, recording that and recording this episode here right now. So um, no shock there that the computer crashed, but we did get a great conversation. So check that out when it drops August 15th. Right now from his brand new EP, Blood Moom, and with a little help from Bureauglyph, Albert Dalton, and Scarlet, here's What Up on Newfound Releases. What up? Not to have with strangers is dangerous. Playing these games, eeny, meeny, 
nice down to make your hoe just sing. The back and forth got me going insane. And you say, I got a lot of options, but you the main. My numero uno, my junior girl, it's plain. I see it in your eyes. And you are ready to take the night. Elsewhere, who the fuck cares? To be fair, from the beginning, you had caught me in the stairs instead. I ain't fishing me and you back in my den. And there's no need to play pretend. Here I go again. Sarcastodon with What Up on newfound releases. We're going to say What Up to Texas Red. Now, this may be a new act to some, but the name may be familiar with most of you. Of course, this is the uh, brainchild of Tyrone McNeil, formerly the lead singer of Rocket Rocket Ship. And there's a little bit of a Rocket Rocket Ship reunion here. Of course, he's working with Matt Dines and Dave Shears of Hurricane Music. David Shears with the advice on uh, business, and Matt Dines being the producer and engineer, and Paul Brick plays drums on this new tune for you here from Texas Red. This is Heartbreaker on Newfound Releases. Ever since I was a baby boy, I've been breaking on, breaking my toys. Put a lock on mama's candy so I can't give her china glass in. I break the devil, the devil can't hurt me. So if you wanna quit before we start, just say the words. I'm about to break your heart. Ever since I've been going to school, I've been breaking on, breaking them. Put a tack on teacher's chair Teacher, teacher, life ain't fair I break the devil Never can on me So if you wanna quit Before we start, just say the word Cause I'm about to break your heart And if you think I'm bluffing I'll leave my cards out on the wood Since I turned 25, barely keeping myself alive. Take what's yours and leave the rest. Oh, honey, I could not care less. I break the devil, the devil can break me. So if you wanna quit before we start to say the word, cause I'm about to break your heart. Why do you think I'm bluffing?
banger of a tune from Texas Red that is Heartbreaker on newfound releases. And we wrap up with our 10th and final newfound release of the week coming from Indonesian singer-songwriter St. John's Living, Zai Nova. And my man, this guy is super, super busy. Of course, working with the Association for New Canadians and his solo stuff. Here's his brand new tune for you now. This is In Your Arms on Newfound Releases. You put everything in perspective And you showed me the whole no point of view You stole the only part that's left Not broken or torn in two I don't know where you came from Or what the future holds for me But I think it includes you That's right where I want to be in your arms In your dreams, any place, as long as you were there In the moment, in your heart Inside of you Where the world seems to fade The only thing that matters Is when I'm in your A drug that got me hooked I have no power, I lost it all It only took one look I'm yours now and forever Every heartbeat and step of the way I need you like no other Any place as long as you are there In the moment, in your heart Inside of you Where the world seems to fade The only thing that matters Is when I'm in your arms Is all I want Is all I need
other new fan releases is in the books. A big thank you to all the artists that submitted music for this segment of the podcast this week. If you want to take part, make sure to email them to musicalconnectionsnl at gmail.com. Alrighty, it is time for Next to Connect. We are going to be connecting with singer-songwriter Kelly McMichael. We talk about her brand new song, Tour from Hell. We also uh, reflect on her upbringing as a singer-songwriter in Peterborough, Ontario, playing with bands like Rouge and Gentleman Reg's Band. She also opens up about the move to Newfoundland and Labrador in uh, the early 2010s and the experiences she has had throughout the scene here in St. John's. And we're also going to talk about her Polaris shortlisted album, Waves. Plus, we talk about the status on a brand new project she's going to be working on once again with Jake Nickel. All that and so much more on Next to Connect with singer-songwriter Kelly McMichael. Well, alrighty, welcome back to Musical Connections, and I am your host, Zach Snow. And joining me right now is one of Newfoundland and Labrador's best songwriters here right now, but originally not from this province, growing up in Peterborough. She has played in bands such as Gentleman Regis Band, Rouge, The Gloss, Renders, which is uh, her solo project, and under her own name. And uh, the last year or so, she released Waves, the deluxe edition. And uh, in 2021, she released that album, which won multiple awards, as well as a shortlist honor on Polaris for uh, 2022. And right now, she is set to be uh, going on a tour from hell, or just come back from one the day that we're recording this, as uh, the brand new single to a brand new project. So joining me right now to talk all about the tour from hell, and a whole lot more, the one and the only, Kelly McMichael. Welcome back to Musical Connections, Kelly. Hello, thanks for having me. And uh, thank you so much for coming on. Um, once again, um, congratulations again on all the success you've had uh, throughout your career and uh, on this new single tour from hell. And uh, I featured this on Musical Connections' uh, newfound releases segment uh, about a month or two ago. And um, when I uh, heard the intro of this, uh, and uh, it reminded me so much of the old man down the road from uh, from John Fogarty, uh, the uh, opening riff was like, do 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 and uh, it really brought me back to that uh, that song. So um, congratulations once again. And uh, you just came back from a tour yourself. So uh, just tell me first uh, how all that went. Um, yeah, we just came back from a little two-week tour. Um, we did PEI and uh, Full Circle Fest in Nova Scotia, which was lovely. Absolutely recommend Full Circle Fest. Um, it was just like a small small little festival in a barn i didn't really know what we were getting into but um <laughs> yeah it was really fun one of the most fun beautiful um festivals i've ever been to so that was probably the highlight of the tour and then we went on to ontario to do um hamilton toronto guelph and peterborough of course your home base peterborough ontario always great to go mm -hmm. back to your hometown mm-hmm now, um, I really just want to get things started, and I'd like to ask this of all my guests. Of course, it's not your first time on the podcast. I had you back in October when we recorded uh, back uh, during Music Celebration. We, we were talking about songwriting and the art of that. And uh, I remember that day my voice was absolutely shot. Because I remember when, when I when we stayed at the Glen Mill Inn, we had like this big jam session at, in the lobby. And um, I sang, um, what was it, uh, The Rocky Road to Dublin, and my voice was 
gone the next day. So if my voice was shot that day, that was why. But I'm much better now. And um, let's just uh, get right into it. So um, I'd like to ask this of all my guests uh, when we start out this uh, podcast uh, conversation on Next to Connect. So uh, how are things in your world right now, Kelly? Um, well, I'm just uh, just resting up after after this tour. Um, and uh, I guess by the time you're hearing this, um, I'll be into recording my next album. So uh, I will be in a different state than I am right now, but uh, <laughs> it should be good. I, I love I love recording and I'm excited to uh, work with Jake Nickel again. So I, I'd say uh, things are good. The recording phase is is a a part that i really really enjoy of doing what i do so yeah i mean you got to follow up the polaris shortlisted album waves i mean you have some uh some stuff to like top uh, the last album but i'm I'm certain uh when it comes to uh being in the studio once again with jake nickel who uh you produced the last album with uh, i'm certain you're gonna make some more magic yeah, here's hoping. I like, uh, I've got some, I'm feeling good about the the tunes that I'm bringing in there. And I've got some of it recorded myself. Um, I expanded my own uh, recording studio possibilities uh, in my home studio. So I'm looking forward to having some more time to embellish things myself. But yeah, working with Jake is is a dream. So it'll be great. Yeah, so I want to go back to your early days in music. Um, of course, uh, you're originally not from this province. You're uh, from Peterborough, Ontario, but you moved to Newfoundland in the mid-2010s, and you've made it your home ever since. Um, what drew you to music in the first place? To music? Yes. Um, I Yeah, I don't know. I guess I took to um, piano at a young age. My parents sort of saw that I was like really into playing this little toy piano thing that we had. So they got me into uh, piano lessons and um, I'm lucky I had a flexible teacher um, who sort of worked, worked with me and didn't do the like strict, strict, um, <laughs> hit your fingers <laughs> if you're not playing the notes right or whatever. I, she was flexible with me. I wasn't really into reading uh, music very much. I was a lot more ear based, which tends to go for, for songwriters. I think, mm-hmm. um, I think it'd be quite common that you're very ear, ear focused and that sort of, um, can almost get in the way of, of reading or the reading feels like a, a, a block from, mm-hmm. uh, from actually getting to the music portion I find. But, um, yeah, I just, I, I loved, uh, playing and then I sort of got, got into guitar and then playing in bands and playing rock music later on, but I was just kind of doing a lot of solo piano and, um, singing, singing by myself, uh, not letting anyone hear me for a really long time. <laughs> and eventually at the end of high school, I started opening up and singing in front of other people. <laughs> Yeah, cause that, yeah, it's just sort of expanded more since then. For sure. And um, for anyone who hasn't seen Kelly McMichael play, you are in for a treat. I mean, I've seen you at the uh, Bridges to Hope Songwriter Circle, and uh, you're just absolutely wicked on piano. And uh, hearing some of the songs that you've put out ever since, uh, I mean, it was the right decision back then, right? And uh, really, that's like the hardest step for anybody that wants to pursue music is really getting up on that stage in the first place. But once you do and you get bit by that music bug, there's no going back, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if that's true. Like, I think it works better for some people than others. I think you can love 
um, playing music and playing with others, but definitely being trying to pursue writing your own songs and performing them for people is sort of a different thing. It's not, uh-huh. it's definitely not for everybody. And um, I sort of didn't even really think it was going to be for me, um, but it seemed I had a, a lead a lead vocal um, <laughs> lead vocal abilities, which I didn't really realize. I sort of thought I would be more of an accompanist, but uh, as time went by, it seemed that um, yeah, I, my songwriting was getting better and better, and I sort of seemed to have this voice that people really responded well to. So I just um, it was the nerves that I had to to work on for a long time, but. Uh, yeah, it's sort of funny that I've become the the lead front person because I didn't I didn't set out to 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 be that way. So yeah, it's I think it depends on your you just you have to work with your strengths and some exactly. of us are are meant to back up other people and I love backing up other people as well. Um, but yeah, doing music is a complicated thing. There's a lot of different ways to do it for sure, and um, there's a lot of challenges. And you know, if you want to make it your career i i uh i wouldn't yeah like just go ahead and recommend it to anyone because it's a lot more difficult than you might realize um and it's it's great to just play music without the without needing to 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 be like mm-hmm. the front person of a band who's performing yeah um at events so yeah it might be better to just do it on the side <laughs> for a lot of us <laughs> And uh, after talking with like many of uh, my peers here in the music sector, uh, they have day-to-day jobs themselves just to you know help them you know make ends meet because like being a full-time musician, um, especially coming from Newfoundland and Labrador, it's not easy. Yeah, there's a lot of travel um, involved, which I'm trying to figure out how to. I actually would prefer to stay and play more island shows if I can, but um, yeah it's 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 a tough industry to to navigate like figuring out that balance we don't have enough um we don't make enough in sales and obviously spotify streaming has cut into that as well oh yeah so um you know touring is fun i love performing but um the travel is difficult it's also not really um great on you know environmentally carbon footprint wise so I'm definitely doing some brainstorming on how to uh, generate some more income through um, creating and writing and recording and staying closer to home and not necessarily touring all the time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's uh, you got to kind of always be re- recalculating how to uh, how how to navigate this, you know, always changing um, industry and also the world conditions that we live in and um yeah it's good to have a creative mind a creative approach to figuring out how to make this uh make a living at doing this stuff absolutely and uh one thing that you did do um uh, early on in your life uh you studied uh at uh at peterborough collegiate and vocational school and you took part of the uh, integrated arts program and you also uh was a graduate of the fine arts program at the University of Guelph. So uh, tell me a little bit about um, why you decided to, uh, you know, study this, study uh, music even more. Well, I actually didn't um, really take much music in school at all uh, okay. in the integrated arts program. It was just a, it was a public, 
public school uh, program that um, I was fortunate enough to be accepted into and also just lucky that I was able to go to a public high school that had did have a uh, arts program um, and uh, I, I, I chose visual art actually because um, I, I loved music but it didn't really fit into the my appreciation appreciation of music didn't fit into the academic kind mm-hmm. of training route of things so I just always did that on the side of school and it was it wasn't until I graduated from fine art um, at Guelph which I didn't actually get my full fine arts oh, wow. <laughs> degree. I, sort of, I, I got a general arts degree. I stopped before I, um, I didn't get that fourth year because I started playing music and was just kind of, yeah, my, I realized that that was where my heart was and, and that's what I wanted to do. And um, I didn't think the fine arts degree was really going to get me anywhere with, with a, a, a career. So it was, you know, it was good experience. And I obviously am very inclined to do creative, um, you know, pursue creative, uh, things. So it was, you know, it's, it's good to have interdisciplinary, um, influences in any of the arts or probably in any, (laughs) any subject really. But, uh, yeah, I did sort of leave behind a lot of the visual arts stuff to just dive fully into music. Yeah, and you really went in head first. Uh, your first opportunity in the music industry was uh, playing as a keyboardist in Gentleman Reg's band. So uh, what was that first taste of playing live in a band uh, like for you? Um, well, I, I, yeah, I, I had I did have some experience before that playing. Um, I, I, Rouge was actually, I did start Rouge before I started playing with Reg. Okay. Reg. <laughs> Um, which was a synth pop band. And um, I also had a project, just sort of like a folk pop duo with my friend David Samard um, back in Peterborough. And that was sort of really probably, I would say what kicked off me doing music more was that we were, um, we were like awarded the uh, emerging artist Peterborough folk festival um, honor. And that sort of gave me, gave me a chance to realize that I could, you know, pursue that. I could start performing more. And, and then given the opportunity, Reg was auditioning, uh, for keyboardist, backup vocalists, and he had a bunch of major touring and had just been signed to arts and crafts. So that was like a gigantic professional leap for me to get that project. And certainly was, you know, um, thrown into some stuff pretty quickly that, uh, at a young age that I, I had to, had to learn, um and yeah learn how to be playing you know really large venues and and using all the professional lingo that i didn't understand before like back i remember backline i didn't know what backline meant and my bandmates (laughs) laughed at me at one point anyway all sorts of things like that happened um but yeah it's all i like the variety of of experience it all it all builds you up you know and and gives you new skills to Mm -hmm. to navigate you never know what's going to come in handy later down the road. So, I'd say. And um, listen, when it comes to opportunities like that, you got to start somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. Now, um, one of the first opportunities uh, playing as a front, as a now one of your first opportunities uh, playing uh, as a lead vocalist in the band was with Rouge, and um, of course, uh, you you said you started that before you started playing with Gentleman Reg. 
Um, so tell me a little bit more about how uh, that band uh, really came together. There was sort of like a, there was kind of like a synth dance, like I think the like synth disco, like we were kind of influenced by like metric at the time, which was okay. like 15 years ago. So it was a different metric <laughs> than it is now. But there are sort of, yeah, these punk synth disco bands like LCD Sound System was a big influence for us as well. And um, yeah, Guelph kind of had this this movement of these synth pop dance punk bands. Um, and I think I'm really grateful for the DIY nature of that that uh, that community. And um, yeah, we just had a lot of fun making music. I think it was like very bold music. Um, and people really responded to these two kind of shy, quiet, uh, young women coming out of their shell and making this really loud, unapologetic, uh, fun, silly, and also kind of like racy and edgy, um, political, uh, feminist forward music. And that was at a time when, you know, people, it wasn't really popular to be a feminist at the time. So I do consider us to be sort of more progressive, uh, radical, uh-huh. radical, uh, people in the music scene and um that definitely was yeah super formulative for me to um play in a sort of fringe fringe scene like that um play for a lot of queer audiences which were the most lovely supportive audiences who really embraced us and um I always sort of wanted to do something a little different not too not too straight ahead so that was a great uh great way to get 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 the fire <laughs> fan the flames of the fire <laughs> yeah absolutely and um after you were done that you decided to make the bold move to come to newfoundland and labrador so uh why move to newfoundland and labrador to pursue music um yeah i wasn't i guess yeah i knew the music scene was great in 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 st john's um i had played lanya vanya with rouge actually lanya vanya 2 2012 wow and drove drove from uh from toronto <laughs> and um i was ready to leave toronto a few years later um i just wasn't really i think i'm not really into big big city life um too busy not enough space i actually i didn't like being packed like sardines into a house where there were neighbors on all sides of me. <laughs> so I was ready to move and I was seeing somebody who was from Newfoundland and um, I'd been, you know, I'd been there a few times at that point and really enjoyed it. So I was like, yep, let's give it a go. And um, yeah, I ended up doing a bit of back and forth between Ontario and St. John's, but I really um, just loved the music scene and um, I started working at Fred's and Fred's records and uh, started playing with more and more people and just found myself able to, I thought my sort of music career maybe had been over as like, as like a, a career and then I would maybe have to, to work a different job. Um, but I ended up falling back into doing all these gigs and then suddenly getting support for my solo stuff in a new way. So here I am. <laughs> yeah and listen we're super happy to have you here and uh you really haven't looked back ever since uh but i do want to talk about um a project like in between that time that uh 
really intrigued me when I was researching for this uh, conversation. Um, you had a group or like a, a project called The Gloss. So tell me a little bit about The Gloss. Um, yeah, that was just, I guess that was just the, the name that I came up with the band. So it was Kelly McMichael and the gloss and, uh, known, uh, such St. John's famous people as, uh, Steve Maloney played in that band. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, and yeah, I did a bit of that in Toronto and a bit of that in, in St. John's. Uh, and then I did that for a while in Peterborough, or I guess, I guess it wasn't in Toronto. I guess I was in Peterborough, but Toronto was sort of the main city to play oh yeah and then i i'm not sure yeah i guess i kind of got i just started doing um because i was moving around and it was so difficult to sort of lead a whole band i cut things down to i, I was sort of missing doing electronic music as well because rouge had um had had broken up or sort of gone on hiatus and i i was missing making dance music and i th i wanted to take on a larger um producing recording role and be able to just do more of the work be, be more self-sufficient so i started recording my own electronic music and going as renders and um some of the songs actually that i never recorded with kelly mcmichael in the gloss ended up coming back around when i when i um wanted when i got an opportunity to make a full length album um because i i got a um a grant finally <laughs> a recording grant and i wasn't sure if i was going to record as renders or just as my name kelly mcmichael because i did have these old songs from kelly mcmichael and the gloss and i won't stop they had been around um out the window too actually they had been around for a few years and I just never had a chance to record them. And so I ended up doing this, this full length album that became more of a rock based project than a electronic project. Um, I still had a lot of synth work, but yeah. So that's why I decided to, since I had had all these name changes, I was like, I'm just going to go with Kelly McMichael <laughs> straight ahead, simple. That's just my name. And uh, that's that's why I went with that. But it, Kelly, the Kelly McMichael album Waves is kind of like a greatest hits collection of renders and Kelly McMichael and the Gloss songs because it just was the first time that I had an opportunity to record a full length album. So I had a lot of material that hadn't been recorded yet. Absolutely. And uh, one of the first songs that you took on under your name, Kelly McMichael, was Montreal. And uh, that ended up becoming a pretty big uh, song for you there. Uh, and we'll get to uh, the full uh, album Waves in a moment. But tell me a little bit about Montreal. Uh, tell me a bit more about the song. Um. Yeah, I don't know. That's, it just was trying to have a nice, chill vibe that just feels like you're mm, hanging out with friends, having a good time in the summer, in the sun, um, looking back, sort of a bit of nostalgic memories, feel, feeling older, remembering um, a time when you were young, young and free, and uh, things were just, things were just going really well. And it was honestly, probably, yeah, my best memory of just like the nicest, funnest trip that I had. And um, I wanted to release that as my first single because it just seemed like a really comforting uh, state of mind to to be in um, and to make people 
to, to invite people to be a part of um, during the pandemic when we were so cut off from friends and yes. seeing live music. And so I just thought that was a nice uh, first step to take to introduce people to the album. Yeah, and what resulted in that is the uh, multi-award winning album, Waves. Of course, it uh, it won a couple of Music and L Awards at the 2021 Awards. I believe it won Rock Album of the Year at the East Coast Music Awards, too, I'm thinking? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, most well-deserved, I mean, uh, it's one of my favorite uh, albums of 2021, and it really has one of my favorite songs from Newfoundland Labrador uh, of that year in Stepping Stone, and honestly, one of my favorite tunes, uh that you've ever done. So tell me a little bit more about uh, the recording process of Waves, because of course you recorded that with Jake Nickel. So tell me a little bit more about uh, Waves. Yeah, um, well, I had, uh, I had, we recorded 14 songs. Like I had a lot of songs, like I said, um, waiting to be, to be recorded. So I think that's one of the reasons why it's a strong album was it was a large collection of material that, um, someone even though it's my debut album i did have a lot of experience um playing with other projects and recording with other people but this is my first opportunity to really say you can say a lot more in a full album that is just your own album where you get to make the choices and do things that you want and i had a lot of experience so i was able to communicate with jake about what i wanted and he was so open to you know making things making making things happen the way i wanted them to um and i think it's hard when you get when you start out uh doing music you might have some great songs but you might not know a lot about the recording process or you might not have the right band or the right producer to help you finish you know carry things on uh to the finished product being what you want it to be and so i think even though it was a struggle for me it was frustrating that it took so long to get to the Uh point where i had an album and i had the pieces together to record an album i i thought i was going to sort of give up on music at one point and i thought i was very sad that i had never recorded a full-length album and actually kudos to um, you know, so much thanks to my friend uh, Joanna Barker because I was involved in co-producing her album, the John album with Jake Nickel. And that was actually what kind of kicked off. She said she would help me write a grant and she got me a grant. And she was like, you should record with Jake. And I had such a great time recording her album with Jake that I also was like, okay, we can we can make this happen. And um, I knew that I really liked working with Jake and I was comfortable in that setting. And Joanna helped me get the grant. The grant was successful. So I had all these songs and I did have a lot of experience to carry things on through um, and really, really, really see it, you know, see it through to the end and and refine the sound of those songs. And um, I think having played a lot of them live for audiences before also had given them a lot of shape. um, Mm-hmm. instead of just sometimes if you're taking brand new songs into the studio you're not quite sure how to how to fill them out so it all came together easily because of the experience behind behind all of it i would say yeah and uh the album really blew up and um look uh if there's one thing i can say about um when it comes to you know being the sector um it's a marathon, not a sprint. And uh, sometimes, like, as you said, uh, when you record, started recording this in 2019 and you record even more of that throughout the pandemic where tours 
and shows really weren't happening. I mean, you had a small tour here or there, but nothing really big to, like, say, hey, I can uh, make ends meet with this tour. Um, it really goes to show that, like, um, I think we're more resilient now coming out of the COVID-19 pandemic that, uh, you know, hey, we've been through this. We've been through our struggles. We've been through our hardships. But now we're stronger uh, now more than ever because we've been through those, and now we can really excel as a creative people knowing that, you know, we, we made something special. Um, yeah, uh, I don't, yeah, I'm not sure how to answer, how to answer that. Uh, maybe you want to rephrase the question? <laughs> no, 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 it wasn't really a question. It was just more of like a statement though. Cause, um, uh, mm -hmm. I know like you said uh, once before, like you wanted to quit at one point, but you never gave up and, uh, your friends never gave up on you. So that shows like how, uh, how like resilient, uh, the sector uh, of this province really is. And uh, it really goes to show that like, even though it, it is a competitive industry, they're also there to help you out when, you know, you're down and out. Yes, for sure. Um, and I was very lucky to be able to play some shows in Newfoundland when the world was shut down everywhere else. I um, took up my piano residency at the Black Sheep and I think keeping me playing a little bit when certainly there were no shows happening in Ontario, um, we were so lucky to be on an island where we did we did get to have more get-togethers and more um, live music events uh, when when things were shut down everywhere else. And I don't know, I guess that did help keep the keep things flowing, keep the spirit alive. But yeah, it was definitely a very scary time when it felt like everything was sort of cut off right as I was about to finally get to release my my first album so I'm, I'm very lucky that uh that i did um have a breakthrough you know independent release that was heard um nationally and internationally so that's pretty amazing and you want to talk breakthroughs um of course uh waves won uh, multiple music and l awards and an east coast music award uh, i believe one or two but uh definitely was for rock album of the year but um, one of the biggest accomplishments this album did receive was uh, you were on the Polaris shortlist for 2022. And um, that was a huge deal for you. How did that come about? And uh, what was going through your mind when you found out that you made the shortlist? Um, yeah, I thought I uh, had missed um, getting getting uh, considered for Polaris um, from the year before because my album was released May 2021. And it was actually a surprise that it, I didn't realize it was still eligible May 2022 because that was that's their uh, cutoff is May to May. So uh -huh. anything that's released in May can actually be eligible two years in a row. And anyway, so I just knew that it didn't make it through in 2021. And then I found out that it was on the long list in 2022. And I was completely, yeah, I was, I was <laughs> elated <laughs> and surprised and like basically in shock for the rest of the year um and just trying to keep up and yeah when i got the shortlist <laughs> email i just yeah couldn't couldn't believe it um i've been following the polaris since they started it um since i was you know a Twenty, I think I was twenty-one in Guelph, and I remember Owen Pallet uh, was the year one Polaris winner, and I followed it every year because I loved 
what that uh, what that scene was was doing for opening people's minds to new you know new music and things that they might not know about and keeping it so diverse and always pushing for artistic um, you know artistic quality over sales and so that was really important to me as a cause and so just to to get on the short list was yeah totally incredible and a complete shock but it was also very difficult as a yeah as a as a someone who is working at a pretty small scale just doing most most everything myself um nigel had invited me to to sign on to the label lhm records um shortly before that but uh it was still yeah it was it was a lot i didn't i didn't have a manager or anything and um it was a lot for me to keep up with all that so it was very fast paced and I'm just kind of still processing right now as we <laughs> come around to the 2023 Polaris long list and short list. <laughs> yeah, and uh, of course, uh, one of the uh, app, one of the uh, choices for uh, the Polaris long list this year from this province itself is Nico Palo's album. And I had her on the podcast uh, not too long ago, and uh, we talked about how that album really came to be. And I don't think I've ever heard an album more hyped up last year than that one and i don't think i've heard an album more hyped up uh, over the past year or so um in 21 and 22 than waves so especially when you were talking about earlier about um you wanting to like give up during the process of recording that album the fact that it made it this far is a testament to how great that album really was and still is yeah thank you yeah it's it's wonderful um i did uh call it waves as a bit of a uh, sort of trying to tip my hat to to Newfoundland and how how the music scene here is what like kept kept me alive and that's why I was able to release that album um, and I think it's so cool that uh, Nico is also having like a moment and and this this scene out here is having a moment and um, yeah I hope people uh, people pay a little more attention to to the beautiful um, musical waves being made <laughs> here in newfoundland and um yeah i think it also has been has been um one one thing that i found difficult with the music industry is the fast pace everyone wants you to create more content more content more singles more singles social media social media blah blah blah, blah, blah. everything like turnover get a release new release new release and I sort of was more of the mindset of like, no, oh, it's taken me a really long time to be able to record an album. I want to do it right. I want to record it right. I want to do the best I can for each of these songs individually without just trying to make like a commercial one sort of sound that I can just sell and market to people and then make a new thing. I wanted those songs to have lasting um, value and, 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 uh, and it was able to slowly spread more and more and more until, yeah, it did get this national um, acclaim of getting on the Polaris shortlist. So I was really glad that I stuck to my guns and just really took the time to make it the way I wanted to make it and um, didn't rush the process and just had faith that if it was you know, the best I could make it, um, eventually more and more people would catch on and hear it um it definitely it's it's really hard to get music out there and, uh-huh. and something can be can be heard locally um and can be amazing but it's it is really hard to get it considered 
elsewhere. And sometimes if it's, if it is really good, it doesn't mean it's necessarily going to be heard yeah. by the people that you want, want to hear it. And um, that doesn't mean it's not good, but it's, it's really hard to break through and get it out there. Um, so I'm not quite sure exactly how it happened, but it did give me some faith that it caught up steam and did manage to have some little, little breakthroughs that eventually got it, got it out into the world. Yeah, and uh, kind of uh, so what wrapped up this whole like journey of waves was, of course, uh, you received the uh, Ron Hines SoCan Songwriter of the Year Award at the the most recent Music and L Awards in Cornerbrook, and that was a grand old time. And uh, of course, that's the last time you and me had a conversation uh, on the podcast. Uh, but uh, as someone who like um, as previous songwriter winners like Kelly Loader uh, themselves, uh, who are making an album uh, this year as well, uh, how did it? What did that mean to you to receive the Ron Hines uh, Songwriter of the Year? Where you know, of course, the the award is named after one of Newfoundland and Labrador's best songwriters ever, in Ron Hines. Yeah, winning that award is a, is a special one, and um, I'm definitely super honored to uh, win an award named after Ron Hines. It's pretty incredible. Um, you kind of, you know getting like rock album or album of the year or song of the year. Sure. Those are great. But I think the songwriter um, title is, feels a little extra special. Um, I think like it's less shallow uh, commercial sales based and more like, you know, you want to have songs are, are what uh, really hits people and, and sticks, sticks with them and gives you, gives you something to latch onto that won't yeah. necessarily be fleeting, fleeting the next year or whatever. So, um, yeah, that was, pr- that was pretty special to, to get that one. And I'm honored as, um, I know I'm, I'm originally from Ontario, but I do know what that means to, uh, get an award in, in Ron's name. And I've been around for long enough that I'm, I'm familiar with, you know, the legacy of Ron Hines and, um, yeah, it was pretty amazing to get that. Absolutely. Now, um, one of the main reasons I did get you on here, you recently released a brand new rockin' single, Tour From Hell. And of course, uh, when we were talking off the air here, uh, we were fleeing, we were flowing around the idea, of course, uh, we were talking about how this could lead to a, a brand new album, which I believe you are working on right now. But before uh, we get to that, uh, tell me a little bit more about the song, Tour From Hell. Um, well, I was approached by uh, the CBC... Um music hour the east coast music hour uh and they had a project called the story in the song or um a a program called story in the song where they uh asked eight different songwriters i believe to to write a song commissioned by them based off of um a word the word was emerging and um i accepted the challenge by uh yeah i wanted to write it uh, write about the experience of touring and sort of emerging from our uh post-pandemic yeah in this post-pandemic world um and uh trying to or like, I don't know, I guess I'm an emerging artist in a way. It's funny because I'm 38 years old and I'm still an emerging <laughs> artist. But um, yeah, I was sort of like, okay, this is what I want to do. This is what I have to do. But it's really, really hard these days. There's so many risks involved. And we did have some major bumps on my first uh, sort of 
major headlining Canadian tour that I did in November. Um, we just kept having some bad luck and we had to cancel six, six of the 16 shows could have been worse, but it is just a very difficult time. It feels like there's a lot more precarious things going on with risky travel travels, extra expensive. And, um, you sometimes wonder if the output is worth the reward in the end. Um, but I just wanted to have a silly kind of playful song that gets out all my feelings around that and also hopefully pumps up the fuels up the idea of, you know, we're going to do it. This is, we're, we're touring. So here we are. We're going to do it. Let's grip it and rip it. <laughs> <laughs> Could have said it better myself. Of course, uh, we'll play that in uh, just a moment right after uh, we're done this conversation. But of course, uh, this song, uh, I would believe it would be leading to a brand new album. So what's the status on that? Yeah, I'm in the process of recording, um, recording some myself uh, in my home studio and uh, with Jake Nickel again. Um, so I'm really looking forward to seeing how these songs shape up. I've been excited about my demos, but uh, yeah, the studio magic is probably the most fun part of the job for me. So yeah, I'm going to keep keep diving diving into that world. And uh, when you do get those songs done and available, we'll play them on the podcast for sure. And um, I can't wait to see what you create again uh, following the tour from hell and following that Polaris shortlisted album, Waves. Of course, uh, when you're recording your new songs and again with Jake, um, I'm certain you're going to make some more magic. So uh, can't wait for that. So um, what else is next for you? Because uh, the day we are recording this, you just recently came back from a tour in Ontario and uh, played the... Uh, Geez, what was it? Uh, the festival that uh, I forget Full the name already. Oops, oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Full Circle Fest. Full Circle Fest. Okay, that was the name of the festival. Uh, apologies, there. It's probably the heat uh, and what we're dealing with uh, today. But uh, I think you're more used to heat than I am because um, when it comes to the humidity, I think uh, a lot of us can really agree we're not used to it. Yeah, I mean, I don't like the heat. I don't like 30 plus temperatures in Ontario either. It slows slows me right down. And as a redhead, I'm extra sensitive to the sun. <laughs> so <laughs> Newfoundland's like, yeah, it's all right. It's all right for me. <laughs> I don't like the 30 degree heat. But I did just get uh, acclimatized to a bit by spending a week in Ontario. So it's not as shocking for me right now. For sure. Now, um, what else is next for you? Because uh how many more uh, shows do you got to do uh, during the summer before uh, the fall really comes around? Uh, well, I've got my Wednesday night residency at the Black Sheep, um, which is a really sort of chill, chill vibe. It's on George Street, but don't be afraid. It's super chill, early, uh, 8, 8 p.m. Um, I play two or three uh, solo piano sets, and I kind of keep it really really um really chill vibes sometimes i have special guests but um yeah if you can brave it to george street once you get inside i promise it'll be it'll be a chill chill environment for you <laughs> and uh that's every wednesday night and um yeah that's about it that's all i have planned so far hopefully some more things come up but i'm focusing on recording so trying to not book too too much uh-huh and for people who want to find out more about uh, where you're going to be playing next and where they can follow you on your journey as you record your your second uh, full-length album as Kelly McMichael, uh, where can they go to? 
Uh, probably Instagram is the place that I am the best at uh, keeping updated. I kind of have an auto post situation with Facebook. So whatever I post on Instagram goes there, but it usually looks looks a little more messed up because the formatting is incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, you can go to my website. Uh, shows, you know, upcoming shows will always be on there. And um, but, you know, Bandcamp's a great place to go to support musicians if you want to uh, buy anything or order merch. Um, I've got shirts and records. I just had a new uh, pressing of my vinyl, so I got a bunch bunch of new records. I'm trying to push. You can get them from Fred's, but you can also get them from me. Um, I'll arrange some kind of local pickup. You'll get a better deal if you get them direct from me. So uh, yeah, I'd say Instagram, Bandcamp um facebook those are the spots or my website uh kellymcmichael.com well kelly it was a pleasure to have you on the podcast and get to know you a little bit better and go over your career in general and talk about this brand new uh, album that you're working on and the song tour from hell and uh, we will be playing that relatively shortly on the podcast and it certainly won't be your last time so kelly mcmichael thank you so much for joining me on musical connections as part of next to connect you have a wonderful day, and uh, congratulations once again, and all the best to you uh, as you record your uh, second album. Okay, thanks so much, Zach. <laughs> you too. It's always great to catch up with Kelly McMichael. You can get, you can find her on all her social media platforms and on her website and Bandcamp. And right now, we are about to go on a tour from hell. <laughs> Here's Kelly's new song for you now on the Musical Connections podcast. Take it away, Kelly. One, two, three, four.
episode 35 is in the books. Big thank you to Kelly McMichael for joining me on the podcast this week, and to all the musicians once again for sending me their music for newfound releases. Of course, if you want to be a guest or have new music for the newfound releases segment of Musical Connections, make sure to email them to me, musicalconnectionsnl at gmail.com. On next week's program, on next to connect I am so excited to be having lead singer of Figgy Duff, folklorist, author, musician, and playwright, Pamela Morgan. We have a wonderful chat about two new plays that she's working on. We also talk about her career with Figgy Duff, Anita Best, and a whole lot more. I'm super excited about that, that conversation, so make sure you tune in when that drops August 1st. And the week after that, on August the 8th, we talk with Rachel Cousins. We talk about her recent signing to Silly Cove Records, plus her brand new song, Hell and High Water. We also talk about the Newfound Talent Contest, what it was like growing up as a singer-songwriter, uh, her history with mental health, and a whole lot more. And then August 15th, we talk with Dave Connors. You may also know him as Sarcastodon. We talk about his new Blood Moon EP. We also talk about his career before he undertook the Sarcastodon moniker. We have all that and so much more, so make sure you tune into the episodes when they drop every Tuesday at 12 noon Newfoundland Standard Time. Of course, you can catch new episodes on Apple, Spotify, RSS, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks so much for connecting once again this week. I've been your host, Zach Snow. Stay safe and please be kind to one another. And until next time, safe home. We'll be right back.